I'm going to be real with you. Identity theft is on the rise, and you do not want to wake up one morning and discover that your bank account has been emptied or you're overdue on credit cards you never even applied for. We talk about this often on the podcast, but you don't realize how much of your information is available to scammers on the internet and how susceptible you and your family are to identity theft and fraud. I know it's scary, but now you can get your data removed with Delete Me. That's why I personally choose Delete Me. Delete Me is a subscription service that removes your personal information from the largest people search databases on the web and in the process helps prevent potential ID theft, doxing, and phishing scams. I just started using Delete Me and I got my regular personalized privacy report. <laughs> I was shocked what they found and removed. It was pages of information about me that I did not want online. Here's how it works. You sign up and provide Delete Me with exactly what information you want deleted, and their experts take it from there. I cannot tell you how relieved I felt to have Delete Me. And you know, it's also a great service for your parents or grandparents to help protect them from identity theft. Delete Me is not just a one time service, Delete Me is always working for you, constantly monitoring and removing the personal information you do not want on the internet. Take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me, now at a special price for my listeners. Today, get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and use promo code etm at checkout. The only way you get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and enter code etm at checkout. J-O-I-N-D-E-L-E-T-E-M-E.com slash ETM. Go to joindeleteme.com slash ETM and use code ETM for 20% off. You know I'm a big fan of enjoying life while still being smart financially. That's why I love ButcherBox. I can get a variety of high-quality meat, seafood, chicken, and pork at an amazing value, all with exclusive member deals delivered to my door with free shipping always. One thing I just never wanted to cut out of my spending plan is eating good food. And with ButcherBox, I don't have to, and neither do you. Where else can you get free protein for a whole year? Yes, you heard that right. One of my favorite go-to dinners is a salmon bowl. I'm not even a huge salmon lover, but ButcherBox's wild-caught salmon is oh so good. I make a nice little marinade, saute some veggies, cook the salmon, and throw in some weiss. And it is an amazing dinner. If you want to take less trips to the grocery store and always have prepared meat in the freezer for a lot less money, you need ButcherBox in your life. Sign up at butcherbox.com etm and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. You can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com etm. Hey friends, Shauna here, and I think Kermit the Frog said it best. Life's like a movie. Write your own ending. So what do you want your movie to look like? It's 2020. It's time to set some money intentions for the year that you can achieve that will change your life, that are going to have you looking back at 2020 in awe of all the amazing things you've done. Hey, come here. Check it out. I got something to tell you. You're listening to Millennial Money with award-winning money expert and serial entrepreneur, Shauna Compton-Gain. 
where we flip the script on the old school approach to everything your parents never taught you about money. Each week, Shauna creates a safe space by talking with special guests from around the world about money wellness, entrepreneurship, traveling like a boss, and what makes millennials tick. Unique stories, trailblazing perspectives, tips, tricks, and everything there is to know about money. Find it all here as you uncover your money story and unlock the life you want to live. Pretty cool, right? Here's Shauna, money expert, Indiana Hoosier, and burger aficionado. You're already one of our biggest fans of the pod, but I want to invite you to go deeper behind the scenes with me every single month. Get all the scoops on what I'm loving, catch up on popular podcast episodes, and check out a video with a money tip in each monthly email delivered straight to your inbox. Plus, since I'm a big fan of having dessert first, I'm going to send you an exclusive bonus podcast episode, five minutes to reset your money mindset when you sign up as an added treat. Head over to mmoneypodcast.com and enter your email address in the box on the homepage to sign up. Again, that's mmoneypodcast.com. I can't wait to see you behind the scenes. So 2020, I see you and you're looking pretty darn good. I thought it would be great at the beginning of the new year to do a podcast, just you and me, us having a conversation about the power of setting money intentions and how this can radically impact your life this year and really all years going forward. You know, I've told you about my journey of losing my hearing suddenly in my left ear in October 2018. In fact, I am deaf in that ear and I have chronic tinnitus, which if you could think about a TV that is trying to tune in a station and there's like constant static, that's the noise that I hear in my head 24-7. And sometimes it's louder, sometimes it's softer. It just depends on lots of different things, actually, like the weather and my stress level, whether I've drank anything, how much sugar I've had. All of these interesting things have been quite an experiment for me over the past little over a year to figure out how can I tolerate, how can I live with that, and how can I not let that impact my life? And I think that maybe you've had one of those things, or maybe even a few, where life changes and it forces you to change, and you can either embrace the good stuff or you can sink into the bad stuff. And I think it's easy to sink in the bad stuff. That's the easy place to go. But the place of finding peace around your situation, no matter what it is, no matter what you're going through, that's the hard thing. And so I hope us having this little conversation today, maybe I can be a little source of inspiration for you. I know that I made this really conscious decision to not let this hold me back as much as possible. And I will be honest with you, it is tough. It's hard because if you looked at me, you couldn't tell that I was deaf in my left ear. And it's a new thing because I haven't lived with this my whole entire life. So the joke with my husband, Jeff, and I is that I turned into like an 85-year-old woman who's constantly saying, huh, what? What did you say? I mean, it's like a whole comic act. You would probably die laughing, but that's the new reality. And things like I have to make sure that I always look over my left side. Is there a car coming? Is there someone there? Is there somebody walking? Because I can't hear you if you're standing in this blind spot. Not to mention the tinnitus and you get tired and you get exhausted and your brain is kind of going 24-7. So it's just taxing. But 
This year, I decided that 2020 things are going to be different, that there's this new air. And I don't know if you can feel it, but I really feel it. And I know I probably say this every single year, but really, honestly, I think there's just something different about coming into this new decade. I thought there would be really no better way to bring in the new year than to focus on something that, again, I know will change you in your finances in really more ways than you can even imagine. And that's the act of money mindfulness and creating this really healthy money mindset. So why does this matter? Well, I'm so glad you asked. So our mindset has a lot to do with our current situation. You've heard that saying, are you a glass half full person or a glass half empty person? It's of course all about how you look at your situation and I think that it's really easy to go either way. Again, it's much easier to go to the glass half empty than to go to the glass half full. But I think every year, the older you get, maybe the more experiences you have in life, at least I know this to be true for me, the more I realize like, okay, the reality is the glass might be half empty, but if I choose to focus on it being half full instead... I find that I just open myself up to being creative, imaginative, to being resourceful, to thinking about different options and opportunities. And sometimes that's what it takes, especially with your finances, when it's really easy to go to the negative. Maybe you have debt or maybe you have a late payment on a credit card. Maybe something happened. Maybe your business failed. I don't know. Whatever it is for you, it's really easy to get stuck in that tape recorder loop in your head that things are always going to be that way, that they're never going to change, that you're never going to pay off that debt, or you're never going to be able to buy that house, or you're never going to get the job that you want, or the salary you want, or whatever that may be. But if you really lean in and understand your mindset around money, the reasons why you think, act, and feel different ways about money, if you spend some time there... I guarantee what it's going to do for you is open up this place where maybe you can find the edge. Maybe you can find some money. Maybe you can find the conversation or the person you need to meet or another option or an alternative. It just really takes your brain in a different place. So let me give you an example. Maybe this will come to life a little bit better for you. Again, it's really easy to say things like, I'm never going to get out of debt. I'm never going to be able to afford that house or build a strong retirement fund or I've made too many money mistakes or I just can't seem to figure out how to budget. These statements are universal and they really do not change no matter how much money you're working with. I have heard these statements out of people who make a million dollars a month and people who make a thousand dollars or less a month. So know that to be true. But they're powerful because every time you say a negative statement like this to yourself, you're manifesting or cultivating or creating, et cetera, fill in the blank with whatever word resonates with you, but you are creating that sentiment to the point that you start believing it in your core. And once that happens, then mistakes or errors or going over budget or giving up on your budget, they just keep happening over and over and over again, like this vicious cycle that won't stop. So Don't beat yourself up if you've had these slots. Like I said, we all have them. And if anyone tries to tell you that they don't, I promise you, they are just flat out lying to you. But we have to replace them with the truth. So things like, 
I will save $20 this week in my house fund because I know I can do this. I will pay off an extra $100 this month on my credit card or student loan, whatever it is for you. And I'm one step closer to being debt-free. I don't know how to invest wisely, but I'm going to read a book or listen to a podcast or ask a friend and learn one thing that will help me. Or yeah, I made some money mistakes, but who cares? They're in the past and I'm making good decisions going forward. So see what I mean? You need to change those negative thoughts every time you catch one sneaking into your brain because they are destroyers of the goals that you will achieve. So what are your money intentions for 2020? What are they? What do you want to do? Most of us spend time creating New Year's resolutions, things like I want to lose 5, 10 pounds. I want to work out every day. Why are, why are all the New Year's resolutions about losing weight and working out? I mean, those are good things. Of course, they're very healthy for you and they help your mind and your sleep and all sorts of things, relationships, you name it. But they're not everything. And I think we tend to think of wellness in this vacuum that it's only about health, but wellness is about so many other things. It's about our relationship with money, not just the money decisions that we make with the money we have, but our relationship. How much are we letting our money run our lives? And I've been really guilty with this. If I can tell you that in my past, I have definitely let my my mood, uh, my feelings towards other people, situations be dictated by how much money I had or didn't have in my bank account. And that is a constant process, I guess is probably the best word, process that I work on with myself to not tie those two things. I am not my bank account. My bank account is not me. I can always make more money. So my greatest fear I have come to the realization shouldn't be that there isn't money in my bank account. My greatest fear should be that maybe I'm disabled in a way that I can't work or something happens to a loved one or somebody gets sick and they can't recover. I mean, those are greatest fears, but I think that we tend to let money take over be this greatest fear because how many times have you done this? Like I can go from looking at my bank account and maybe thinking there's a certain amount in there and then I start deducting what I know is going to come out and then I start thinking of all of the bad things. What if there's not enough? What if I have to be late on my bills? Then what if my I can't pay my mortgage or my rent? What if then I can't afford food? What if I mean and I can go on and on and on and that's what our brains do. That's the power of our brains, especially when it comes to money. And it's not that you're tricking yourself when you're thinking about positive things, but what you're allowing again is space in your brain to see the picture from a different point of view. Have you ever seen those pictures? I think they were really popular where you look at it and it looks one way. And then like if you close your eye or if you lean a different direction, maybe you see a different picture or it looks a little bit different. I think your money is much the same way. It can look different no matter how you're looking at it. Like someone may log into your bank account today and think, oh my gosh, if this was my bank account, I'd be rich or vice versa. If this was my bank account, oh my gosh, I would be panicked. But only you know the intimate situation of what's going on in your bank account 
that's both a good thing and a not good thing. It's a good thing because you're very familiar and this is what you're working with, but not a good thing because just because you're only comparing it to yourself. So we tend to get stressed out and frustrated and all of those words. You can fill in any one of those words. And the reason I'm telling you this is because I really want you to know this deep down into your core, that this is universal. Every single human has felt these emotions. So whenever you're looking at your friend or your partner or maybe one of your siblings or someone in your family and you're thinking that they have it better than you do, I want you to just for a minute, just remember, ah, they've probably actually felt the same way. Maybe their bank account balance hasn't been the same or they haven't had the same debt or the same problem, but they've had all of the same fears and insecurities and worries and doubts and frustrations and also good things, excitements, times when your salary got increased or your debt got paid off or something just really effing awesome happened. They've had the same thing happen. So we have that community. We just need to walk in that a little bit better. So again, I come back to what are your money intentions for 2020? Not your resolutions, but your intentions. So the first step I want you to do is I want you to take out a piece of paper or open up a Word document or a Google Doc, or whatever, and I want you to create what I call a wouldn't it be cool if list for 2020. Here's some rules. Don't censor yourself in this. Really super important. So write down everything that you want to do that would be so cool if it happened. Like so cool. And you can go as far out. I want you to dream big. I want you to write down the coolest of the cool things that you think could happen. It doesn't matter how short or how long the list is. It doesn't matter if it takes you five minutes or an hour or you come back to it over several days, maybe when you think of things, but I want you to create your wouldn't it be cool if list for 2020. So I'm going to give you a few examples of things that are on my list, the one that I created, just to give you a little food for thought. So again, these are my things. They don't have to be your thing. So number one, wouldn't it be cool if I could take a month off every year to travel to Europe? Wouldn't it be cool if we lived somewhere that fueled our creative juices with a killer view of the mountains or water, either one? We had a dog named Winston and a community of friends that we loved. Wouldn't it be cool if our house had a podcast studio, offices for Jeff and me, a great kitchen, and the bathtub of my dreams? Yes. <laughs> Wouldn't it be cool if our business, we were able to work with our talented friends? Wouldn't it be cool if my earning power was unlimited and not bound by numbers? Wouldn't it be cool if Millennial Money Podcast reached a million downloads a month and was cemented in the space of teaching money wellness? Wouldn't it be cool if I could help fund lots of different things for providing hearing aids to those that couldn't afford it, to financial literacy centers offering free money help and advice, to helping other couples be able to afford adoption? Wouldn't it be cool if I learned how to make pasta in Italy? Yes. <laughs> Wouldn't it be cool if I got in the best mental and physical shape of my life? So those are just nine wouldn't it be cool if items that were listed. I think I ended up with somewhere around 50. I wasn't going for a spe specific number. I was just kind of 
going <laughs> when I felt it. And I did mine in a whole spurt. I just sat down. It took me a little under an hour. And then when I read them back, I just got really excited. Like, yeah, wouldn't it be cool if all of these things happened? And then I started to think, maybe they can happen. Who knows? There are crazier things that happen. You know, every time I see someone on TV or in a movie or on Instagram or I read a story or I hear a story of someone where their life just changed like in a moment and suddenly they were walking in their sweet spot, whatever that is, and it doesn't have to be tied to money. I think, you know what? If it could happen for them, it could happen for me and it can happen for you. The weather is getting warmer. I'm so excited. And it is time to say goodbye to all those jackets and sweaters and hello to the shorts and t-shirts. I wanted to update my summer workout wardrobe for the long haul without, you know, spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince and I am in love. Quince is your go-to place from everything from premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part of all, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes those savings on to you. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. Okay, I bought the dreamiest pair of workout leggings and a bright pink workout top to match. Honestly, ladies, I gotta tell you, these leggings you need. The price cannot be beat, and I feel like a million bucks wearing this cozy workout friendly outfit. I've worn it for like five days straight. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash etm for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash ETM to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash ETM. When it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. It's why you listen to this podcast. When I'm looking to upgrade my wallet, I turn to NerdWallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. Before NerdWallet, I was paying for vacations all wrong. <laughs> I was missing out on miles. I didn't even know I was leaving on the table. Now I've got a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? I don't know, maybe that fancy hotel upgrade that you have always been dreaming about. Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. Nerdwallet finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. Okay, friend, I want to know, what are your money goals this year? Are you saving to buy a house or maybe a wedding or a dream vacation to somewhere tropical? If that's you, please, please take me with you. Or maybe you want to just grow your emergency fund because let's be real, life is expensive. I want to make sure you reach your goals. So you need Monarch. That's why the Wall Street Journal named it the best app for growing your savings. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. You can create custom budgets, track progress towards your financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. 
And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash ETM. Here's what I love. Monarch is the most customizable budgeting app. You can change the layout of your dashboard. You can go between light and dark mode. You can create custom budgets and notifications. You can set up all of these automatic rules for your transactions and notifications and so much more. Monarch is obsessed with constantly improving their product. Get this. They release updates every two weeks, and they even allow customers to submit suggestions, vote on requested features, and view the product roadmap. This, my friend, is totally original. Plus, they will never sell your data to third party or show you ads. I think that's really important. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it is the top-rated personal finance app. And now, listeners of this show get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash ETM. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash ETM for your extended 30-day free trial. In those moments when money is just not moving as fast as your dreams, Earnit provides the financial momentum you need to keep moving forward. Earnit is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. You just download the Earnin app and verify your paycheck. Then you access up to $100 a day as you work and you can leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. I honestly would use Earnin in lots of different ways, but what's on my mind recently is I need a night out. I need some good tacos to sip on a few virgin margaritas and celebrate you all helping this podcast earn 26 million downloads. Make Earnin a part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over 3.5 million customers who say things like, when I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability and security. Gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earnin today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type in Talkin' Money under podcast when you sign up. It will really help the show. Talking money under podcast. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank, subject to your available earnings daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. So your list can be anything. Personal stuff, money stuff, career stuff, relationship stuff, silly stuff. It's your list to make it your own. But keep this list somewhere that you can come back to often. I keep mine in a Google Doc, and whenever I'm feeling down or frustrated, I just come back to it. And these lists, they seem silly, but they're so important when you're really serious about setting intentions and then not only setting them, but actually achieving them and inspiring yourself. Because sometimes we need that. We just need to inspire ourselves to get up to do it, to do that hard thing, even when it doesn't make sense. So now we have to get a bit more serious. So I want you to create a separate list of your top money intentions for the year. For example, I won't get stressed out about money. I'm going to pay off the last bit of my student loan. I'm going to create a side hustle to create a separate stream of income, etc. Again, This list can be anything. It can be as long as you want, but I want you to make a money-specific list. You can pull some things off your wouldn't-it-be-cool list, but I need you to get really specific about your money intentions. What are your intentions? What sort of effort are you going to put towards your money in 2020? 
Forget the past. Forget what happened in 2019 and all the years before. Look at 2020. Who do you want to be a year from now at the end of 2020, the beginning of 21? So once you've made this list, I want you to come back and circle the top three intentions. And there is something scientific about three. There's something scientific about three months, about the number three. So three happens to be just this number that for whatever reason our human brains really like. So I want you to pick three that are your top intentions. And I know it's hard because you're probably going to have a huge long list and you're like, Shauna, I don't like this because (laughs) I want to circle all of these. And look, I'm not saying that you're only going to hit three intentions, but this is how we then focus, right? So we choose three intentions, the things that really sing to you that stand out and you're like, yeah, I am for sure doing that in 2020. And spend some time with this. Really, really look at it. So when I did this list for me, I started to cross off the ones, not the ones that I weren't wasn't going to do. I don't I don't want to use negative words here, but I started to cross off the ones that maybe were important, but maybe weren't like the top three ultimate. And what you also find about your list when you make it and then you review it is a lot of them you can kind of group together. So you'll tend to set an intention and then you'll set it again in your list like in a different way. So you can start to kind of group those together. Like what are the themes that is emerging from your list? That'll also help you figure out your top three intentions. So I've been doing a lot of reading about the difference between those that achieve goals and those that don't. So get this. Did you know that only 8% of people that set goals actually achieve them? (laughs) WTF, right? Like that seems outrageous. And I became super curious. So then why are the rest of us, the 92% of people, missing out and and stuck in this loop of setting goals and intentions only to miss them because 8% sounds like a really serious fail <laughs> to me and i don't know i'm just always curious about about why does someone actually achieve something why does someone suddenly pay off their debt why does someone suddenly step into a job with double their salary why do these things suddenly happen for people? And of all the people I've worked with and spoken to for this podcast, we're well over 550 episodes on the show. So that's a lot of conversations that I've had and that you've listened to. And I found some tricks to setting intentions and goals and being in that 8% of those that achieve them because I don't know about you, but I want to be in that 8%. I I want to make that 8% number a little bit higher, but I want to be somebody that sets goals and intentions, but then actually achieves them. So with your list of your top three intentions, I want you to think about them or break them down in this way. Who can support you in reaching this goal and intention? Get this. You need a support system. We always like to think, well, I'm going to do it by myself. I got this. I don't need any help, especially when it comes to money, right? Are you hearing me on this one? But every singer you love or movie you've adored or successful person that you know, they have had a support system. They've had mentors, people who have opened doors, people who have given them knowledge, people that have helped them get where they are. And you need a support system around your intentions. So 
I want you to find people that you can trust. Could be one person, could be multiple people. With your three intentions, how can these people help you reach those intentions? How can they help you stay honest to those? Share them. I dare you. I dare you to share them with these people. Let them know what you're trying to achieve because when people come around you, amazing things start to happen. I also want you to get really specific. You know, they say the devil's in the details, but honestly, your intentions and goals, they need to be specific, but they also need to be challenging. Challenging because if it was easy, you would have already done it. But that doesn't mean you can't succeed. You just need to get specific. For example, let's say one of your top intentions is to pay off debt. Great. That is super specific and won't happen. (laughs) But what about something like this? In January, I'm going to pay an extra $50 toward that debt whatever that is. And I'm also going to cook four meals a week at home, which will be more delicious and satisfying than eating out. And I'm going to put that cash towards those debts. I will also reframe my negative thoughts around debt and my mistakes into positive ones, knowing each day I save a little more. I'm one day closer to being debt-free. See how much more that intention just comes to life? It's specific. It's challenging. And it's also actionable. So at the end of January, you can see your progress because that's where the magic lies. Do this intention for each intention. Get specific and give yourself a challenge that you know you can succeed at. I've done a lot of episodes around debt payoff. Maybe you've read articles or you've listened to other podcasts, but there are two ways to pay off debt, right? One, we start with the lowest debt and we put every extra penny we have towards that lowest debt. And the other debts we have, we just make the minimum payment till that lowest debt's paid off. The second way we look for whatever debt has the highest interest rate, we put whatever extra money we can to paying that off, pay the minimums on the others. And then we just go through the cycle. Those are the only two really specific guaranteed for success ways to pay off debt. It's about the minimum payments and finding any extra money you have, throwing that towards whichever system you're going for, and doing it time and time again. But the problem is, is that we're always looking for some magical solution to pay off debt. And if you read any article, you listen to any podcast episode about people paying off debt, it is that. They got very specific. They challenged themselves to find every extra dollar, penny, cent that they could to throw onto the debt, and they had a system, and they worked the system. You don't need a math degree. You don't need to be a financial expert. You don't need any of that. You just need the system, and you need to find some extra cash. So challenge yourself if that is your intention for 2020. The other thing is throw out multitasking. which sounds crazy because I tell people all the time, I'm the queen of multitasking, but (laughs) I don't know when it became hip to say that you're an expert at multitasking. I know that when I actually take time and focus on one thing and I work in these chunks of time, I actually achieve a lot more. So go figure. (laughs) So you have to get your intentions, work on them for a few minutes a day, but be conscious When you're looking at your spending or figuring out what to do with your extra cash from your side hustle or whatever your intention is, be intentional. And then after you've given it some focus, do something else. But 
But focus on that. Focus on those intentions. Give them some time every day. It doesn't have to be the whole day. It doesn't have to be stress-filled or fearful, but give them some intention. The one way that I have seen people be able to hit goals and to break them down is to get them in these little chunks, each day doing one more step and knowing when to stop and just leave it there for tomorrow. It works, trust me. And also build in some rewards. <laughs> you got to have some fun. So you had an awesome January, right on, like take yourself out to the movies or a concert or buy that pair of sneaks that you want. I don't care what it is, but build in a reward system that is going to really make you come alive. Small, of course. I don't want you to like pay off $200 in debt and then spend $200 on your reward. You get where I'm going here, right? Just something to, to motivate yourself. And lastly, maybe more importantly, I don't know, this is something that I've been playing with the last couple of years. This has really been a game changer for me. And it's been a game changer for so many people that I have had conversations with, that I've helped, that I've talked to. Pay attention to what's going on in your brain. What is your mindset today? What is your mindset around money? Where do you want it to be? And what do you need to do to get it there? Spend some time really thinking about that because that's a really important piece of the puzzle, not just right now, but going forward to being really successful, whatever that word is, building a strong financial future, whatever those words mean for you, your brain is an equal part in that as much so as your money and your decisions. And since I know the power of having a good money mindset, we have decided to devote the entire month of January to money mindset episodes. We're going to talk about money stories, how to make your money happy, how to bounce back when setbacks happen, how to become an entrepreneur almost literally overnight, how to build a good mindset in all areas of your life. So you're not going to want to miss a single episode. We have poured so much into these episodes coming up for you in January. So I hope you're excited and I am declaring it for you that this is going to be your year. So on the podcast, we're changing our language around money to help others unlock the lives they want to live and live them out on purpose. Now that you are part of the movement, it's up to all of us to invite others onto this journey. So do me a favor, share this episode with someone that you think is really ready to make life changes that they're never going to look back on. Tell them why they should be listening to the Millennium Money Podcast. Invite them in so we can all talk about money in a new, fresh, and fun way. I'll see you back here in a few days for a brand new episode. Thanks for checking out this episode of Millennial Money. For all the BTS on today's episode, check out the show notes. Oh, and while you're at it, share this episode with a friend, share it with your coworkers, even share it with that cute barista who gets your name correct every time. Money mindfulness is something we could all use a little help with. So why keep all this knowledge to yourself? Remember, sharing is caring. See you back here in a few days with a fresh new episode. 